What's up, everyone? Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you in on some exciting news. My favorite event of the year, Playbook 2022, is coming up this September. This is the third year Trainual's been running it, and if you attended the last two years, you know it gets better every time. So if you're a business owner, a people leader, a marketer, this event is for you. We have amazing speakers like the marketing master himself, Seth Godin. We've got brother and sister duo, Allison and Wes Felix. You may recognize Allison from the Olympics. She's a track and field star who's won tons of gold medals in her career. And now her and her brother own Sage, which is a lifestyle sneaker brand built for and by women. Plus, we've got Caitlin Crosby, who's the founder and CEO of The Giving Keys, Jason Freed, co-founder and CEO of Basecamp, Makita Mikado, founder and CEO of PandaDoc, and more. It's two days, September 21st and 22nd. It's all virtual, so you can log in from anywhere, and it's completely free. So trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. You will learn so much about how to build an incredible culture and a more efficient business than you've ever had before. So register now. Just go to playbook2022.com. Again, totally free. I'll see you there. I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. This audio is from an organized chaos live Q&A. And if you ever have burning questions for Chris that you would want answered on the podcast, just shoot him a message on LinkedIn. And if you don't want to miss our next organized chaos live stream, be sure to also follow Chris on LinkedIn where he'll share future updates. Uh, one of the hardest parts of a growing business, which causes a lot of stress, is managing resources, hiring new talent when you're getting new clients, and being able to do it quickly. Uh, what advice can you give people for a business that is growing too fast? Well, first of all, congratulations. I would say uh, most companies out there in the world would kill for that problem. Like, what do I do? I'm growing too fast. Like, everybody wants to give us money. So just pat yourself on the back because that is a great problem to have. When you're growing really fast and you need to hire more people because you need to be able to fulfill more work, then you know more than anyone else that you have to invest in a way to do this systematically. And so chances are right now, you're just kind of keeping your head above water and trying to get that next person in, trying to show them what to do so that they can uh, get the work done and hit the ground running. What I would suggest is for that next person that you bring in manually, either you do one of two things. One, you hire an extra person prematurely. Now, if you are growing at the speed you say you're growing, hiring two people prematurely is actually an investment to get ahead of that a little bit. And, and this is assuming you, you feel very confident that you can get the work in. Hire an extra person prematurely, take both people through that process, and then have that person with the extra bandwidth dedicate some of their time for the first month or two while they have that extra bandwidth to documenting, writing down the process. Because if they can create the instructions, the training for the, something that they just went through, they're helping the next person. They don't have to be a pro at this. 
They just need to fundamentally be able to write down the basics or record the basics of your training me on how to do this thing. Let me go take the extra time to write down those instructions. And then they can cross check it with you or the other person that's getting right into the client work. So that would be one suggestion is hire an extra person sooner. The other would be to just record everything that you're doing. Set up a camera in the room when you're training someone. Record the Zoom calls or the, the Google calls, whatever it is, if you're if you're doing this virtually. Um, the instructions that you're giving somebody verbally, write them down, send them through an email instead. And then as long as you're capturing this material, then you can hire someone outside your business to start to create that orientation program for you to document your training. Because again, if you can save yourself the one-to-one time of explaining this over and over and over again, then it's you're going to get that instant ROI as you bring in the second and third and fourth and fifth person into the business. And so <clears throat> a business that's growing fast, more than anyone needs to invest in writing this down because you don't want to waste your time more and more and more. A business that's the faster you grow the more time you'll waste by not having this program in place. And I'm not just saying that biased from training standpoint, I'm saying it uh, as a peer from someone who's been growing fast and had fast growing companies in the past. All right, Carter, uh, Carter Wright says, if you could talk to your younger self and give one piece of advice when you started your first company, what would that be? I would say think much bigger. So, <clears throat> I'm t- let me let me try to think up an example. But the reason I say think bigger is, well, I'll, I'll use my my first company, actually. So in my first business, we started doing these uh, youth sporting events and they started with uh, with cheerleading and dance events. And we would find these local events. You know, I'd see a flyer or something or the, the local high school and they would have you know a few hundred people that would come in attendance. We'd sell a few hundred dollars in videos. And as a kid, that seemed incredible. But I didn't realize that when you film an event, when you film an eight-hour event, it doesn't matter if there's uh, 300 people in the stands or 100,000 people in the stands. You have to put the same amount of effort into filming that eight-hour event and editing the video. And so it wasn't until much later in the business that we started getting these bigger and bigger events and being able to make more and more money. Instead of making $400, we'd make $40,000 at an event. And so my advice to my younger self would be, think about that earlier, go, go bigger. You know, Once you understand how to do something, go for bigger deals. And so where does that apply for your business? I'm not sure what kind of company you have, but it was the same with my consulting business. We went from you know charging a thousand dollars a month uh, in a, a retainer kind of thing to being able to charge you know fifteen thousand dollars for a couple of days and and do a workshop style product and so you need that experience to go bigger but I would have uh, been a bit more proactive around the vision of where I wanted to get to and I think I, I kind of let that unfold year by year because. Uh, I was only slowly running into to other businesses or seeing what other people were doing. So I probably would have been a lot more intentional. Maybe it would be easier today with social media and all the examples that people have today to look up to. Um, but that would be my advice to my younger self. And then other advice that I've given in the past, um, one of my mentors, Scott Fritz, always said, uh, your network is your net worth. 
And I don't know if he made that up, that, that may be a cliche thing, but the people that you meet and surround yourself with um, really have an impact on your trajectory. And so I would continuously try to put myself in the, in the company of the best people I could. All right, I'm scrolling through the list. Um, I think we hit a lot of big questions here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit on one more. Let's see, common misconceptions about startups. So uh, common misconceptions. Uh, one common misconception would be that startups always happen when uh, you know people are in college eating ramen and, and uh, staying up 24 hours a day and that sort of thing. Trainual as a startup was, you know, built out of a very profitable, you know, multi-million dollar consulting firm uh, that I was running. And I had uh, two kids. I, I, my, my second child was born right when I was launching Trainual. And so you don't have to be a, uh, you know, a, a poor college student on, on ramen and, uh, and, and uh, SpaghettiOs, you know, to make a, a startup. And so I think it gets kind of glamorized in that way. Uh, romanticized maybe in that way. Um, but anyone can start a business. Anyone can make their own leap into starting their company, whether you do it full-time, part-time, whether you're investing your savings, whether you're getting others, uh, friends to, to come in, I think you can do it at any time. So that's one misconception. Um, another one I would say is that, uh, all tech startups are investor funded. Um, that's a misconception. You know, we didn't take funding for our first two years and it was totally bootstrapped and, and I didn't know any differently. I'd never raised money from investors in the past. I didn't know what it took to raise money. Shark Tank helped. I will say Shark, watching Shark Tank helped. But, I, but other than that, I didn't have any experience raising money. And, and I think a lot of people just assume that tech businesses are all funded in that way. Other misconceptions. Um, Maybe that uh, the culture is just a hustle kind of culture and go, go, go. And, and uh, you totally sacrifice work-life balance. I mean, from the beginning, we had, you know, 401k matching and health insurance and, uh, and invested in team events and culture. And, and maybe we're, you know, not the norm, but I think that great businesses need that stable foundation. And so you don't have to just burn the candle at both ends and burn your people out and create this toxic culture just to get things done. So there's a lot of good about the, the startup stereotypes. You know, you do have to have that, that work ethic, that drive, that passion, the belief that you're making the world a better place. Um, you do have to be uh, infectious and charismatic and be able to lead people and show them that uh, this is something that's worth their time uh, as they're joining your team. But you don't have to have all the money in the world. You don't have to create a bad culture. And uh, and you don't have to create something that's extremely revolutionary. You know, people have been doing what we're doing uh, for years and just cobbling together dis different tools. There's other tools that have existed and have gone out of business. And and so I think it's, it's uh, less about uh, creating a business that's never been thought of, never been done before, but it's more about executing and every day showing up, having the discipline to run the business so the business succeeds. And that's what turns a, a startup into a scale up.
Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.